Welcome to the Red River Report, where we report on the news that affects you, Red River College students. I'm Riley Hastings, Editor-in-Chief at The Projector. And I'm Brianne Fiebelkorn, the multimedia editor here at The Projector. And a wonderful co-host. Thanks uh, thanks for coming on again, Brianne. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's, uh, it's really nice to have you here uh, to all of our listeners. Thanks for tuning in once again as we kind of run down the top stories of the week and uh, see what's going on at the college. First of all, uh, this is a, a pretty neat new initiative on the part of the college. This is a language tutoring service that's now uh, available yes. at the Communication Skills Help Desk. So um, basically, international students, if you need help kind of brushing up with English and things like that, uh, this is a great place to come. Um, so you can read about the story on the projector.ca if you want the, the hard details. But I just got to say, like, it's, it's, uh, it's such a great thing to, the, for the college to be doing. I always find it so impressive when people can come to a college environment mm-hmm. and they're operating in English, which is their second or even their third language. Yeah. As a unilingual person, that blows my mind. Um, so it's re- it's really cool because this should help kind of even the playing field because language can be quite a barrier, I think. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And even just because we're here at the Exchange District campus and they have night classes um, and it's usually like foreign students or um, like newcomers to Canada. Yeah. So I feel like it's just such a great thing. And it's not even just here at the Exchange District campus. It is at the NDC too. There's two different help desks. That's right. So it's it's all over the place. And I guess it would be a part of that diversity initiative that they were doing with that email. That's right, with yeah. the self-identification yeah, thing. Yeah, like five-question email. I've seen some uh, some new graphics and posters coming out, like some of the people who have self-identified with yeah. that initiative are now kind of being featured in oh, uh, in RSC's marketing materials, and, th- and that's really neat. Um, yeah, we, we did cover in the last episode this self-identity uh, initiative that's going on where people can kind of self-identify as uh, a visible minority or invisible disability, anything mm-hmm. like that. They want to just get a better feel for who are the students at Red River College and how can we serve them better? So uh, we definitely gave high praise to the college last week for doing that. And I think it's a great thing. Uh, this this communication language skills thing is just awesome. I mean, we all are kind of, all of our programs are kind of gearing us towards a career most often in Canada and, and English skills are hugely important. Yes. Um, so it, it's just about kind of adding to your toolbox. If you already speak three languages, like good for you. If yeah, you can you brush up that penalized. English, then that's even better. That's just going to make you a weapon in the workforce. I think. <laughs> I, I think that's really cool. A weapon in the workforce. A, that a good seems, weapon. A weapon for so good. That's what we're doing a, is working. Yes, what we are doing is working. Red River College. In old country, work, work, you. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, what that, was that joke? Yeah, that was a bad joke. Yeah, that was not your best. So, what's the next story, Riley? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, so uh, we're going to move into arts and culture for a moment here. Uh, yeah, so uh, Manitoba Music just wrapped up its third round of its Equalizer series, a set of yes. three audio production workshops for women and non-binary people in Winnipeg. Yeah, the contributor was actually one of my contributors who wrote the story. and Sierra Freezing. Yeah. Great job. Just an amazing job. It was one of the harder stories over the year, I think, especially because the workshop was kind of at its end when she, when she took on the assignment. And I was just blown away by it. It's really cool to see women and non-binary people here in Winnipeg, like making a name for themselves and kind of like standing up for like, we need space here. Absolutely. Um, there's a, there's a big gender gap in the music industry. And, um, I have seen, like, I, I've been a, a local musician for 
about 15 years yeah. now. And I've definitely seen a lot more uh, females up on the stage. That, that's really great to see. And it's also really refreshing that now we're moving away in, in news and arts and culture, reporting away from the narrative of like, look, women doing things. Yeah. <laughs> because like so many stories uh, like kind of over the years would be like, oh, look at women in rock and roll. Well, no, mm-hmm. it's just rock and rollers doing their thing. Yeah, exactly. And and, and I think that Manitoba Music's uh, lending an important hand to kind of evening that out. And now when I play shows, I'm almost always, you know, sharing the stage with women. And it's not like a novelty thing. It's just we're all artists and we're doing our thing. Yeah. And uh, the closer we can get to a level playing field is the better because some of the best, like, I'm thinking about like Eflo and Mise-en-Scene and all these local bands. Like these are all like led by women. They're majority women, and yeah, they can school most dudes right off the stage. Yeah, yeah. And and I think that, even yeah. even in Sierra's piece, it was talking about not just women on the stage, but like behind the actual production and like being in charge of sound design and like okay, all yeah, like so the boards and stuff because that time. that is a more male dominated still like being those behind the scenes people and having the authority to like make those calls. Yeah, I was so, at a show uh, a couple weeks ago. A uh, female band was opening up for my band, and the they were kind of doing their sound check, mm-hmm. and the sound tech came in and kind of told them how to use a microphone. Oh, annoying! Like really mansplained it to them uh, in an ugly way, and and uh, uh, that's <laughs> it, it was cringy, uh, especially because these were just like phenomenal singers. They don't yeah. need anyone to tell them how to use a mic. No, and you know what? Like if the it's mic's feeding back, that's your fault, sound tech. Yeah, that's so, not on them. They're not using a microphone wrong. That's no, embarrassing. It was it was embarrassing. I'm super um, happy I'm not a man, so I like can't mansplain. And exactly. Like, like I just I trust people know what they're doing, and if they ask for help, I'll give them help. But yeah, I started calling man- <laughs> people on mansplaining Good. to me, and just seeing them like flubber, like uh, t- uh, and I'm like, well, <laughs> I know what I'm talking about. Well, like, exactly. Maybe yeah. don't be condescending and you won't be called out for being condescending. That's right. Some of the local festivals uh, in town definitely have a little bit more gender balance in their sound crew these days. Yeah. And I've had wonderful experiences uh, with men and women doing my sound. So it's really cool. It's a cool skill that, yeah, can be uh, kind of overrun by dudes with ponytails and goatees <laughs> and metal T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we stand a Slipknot T-shirt. Yeah, exactly. Not there's anything wrong with that. Speaking of things on your back... <laughs> Whoa, Whoa. segue. What a segue. Um, Red River College, as a part of their like health benefits overview, whatever policy package. Yeah, that, yes. that was a sentence. That's the official name. Yes, <laughs> correct. Um, they cover like 80% of massage therapy up to like $350 a year. So we had another contributor who was one of my contributors write an article because they do like they bring in a massage therapist to the Notre Dame campus like twice a week. That's wild. Yeah, no, super duper cool. Um, I wish they would bring them here because I don't have time to go all the way to the Notre Dame campus. No, but it might be worth it to yeah. do so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's really cool that they're bringing that to campus. I've seen that more uh, kind of commonly in in corporate situations mm-hmm. as well. I, it's just a great thing you can do for your students or your employees. So I definitely recommend if you go to the NDC, you'll use those benefits. I don't know how many of us just like have these benefits and never touch them. Yeah, I need I'm to go to the dentist. I'm guilty of that myself. Yeah, now is the t- you're in college. It's time to like get your teeth cleaned and yeah. and get your massages in while they're free well, and stuff makes, like that. It makes sense that they would be at the Notre Dame campus now that I'm thinking about it because they do most of like the heavy lifting. Like that's where a lot of our trades and technology is. That's a good point. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like here. A lot of us over here carrying around MacBooks. Yeah, yeah. I'm like we have like business tech and like coding, yeah. and then us like the creative communications programs and um just like the more physically oh. demanding courses. 
yeah. tend to be at the Notre Dame campus. Yeah, like the mechanics, the electricians, the yep. nurses who are all on their feet all the time. Yep. So it makes sense that like they they would have someone on site to kind of like maintain their physical well being and take some of that some of that load off. Exactly. Yeah, I can't the be load mad at them is anymore. real. It's heavy. What's the segue? This is the segue into the fact that there is still no reading fall reading ah, week at Red River College. I knew it was coming. Yeah, so U of W has a fall reading week. U of M has a fall reading week now, don't they? They certainly do, and they implemented these things based on student feedback. Yep. Students saying, we are stressed. We I need time like to relax. I would like a break, yes. Yep, that would be nice here at Red River College. Um, as the college kind of put it, you know, like due to the academic nature of the programs and and the, like the work placements and the things like that, and the already condensed uh, kind of yeah. nature of Red River College uh, programs, there isn't really uh, room to introduce that in. No, um, they've said basically yeah. if they introduced a fall reading week, they would have to start classes a week sooner. And we already start way sooner than yeah, we start in, we start in August. Uh huh. Um, uh huh. Uh-huh. So it's either start sooner, like start mid August, or get less Christmas or like. Um, December break. Oh. Yeah. So I'm... So there's, there's a trade-off. I mean, that yeah. time just can't appear out of nowhere. Yeah, you kind of have to push it one way or the other. And would, you, would you take like a shorter Christmas break to have a fall reading week? December break. This is a... That's correct. <laughs> yes. This is not a Christian household. That's right. Um, I don't know. Honestly, I'm fine not having a reading week. I'm one of those people where it's like, I just got back to it. Like, I kind of want to push through. And it's nice in the second term, like when you're in the home stretch to have a have a break then because like you're kind of running on fumes to begin with. But I think like at the at the get go, at least for me, I'm like, yeah, let's do this. Like pry me away by my cold dead hand. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're but, like a weirdo, though. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. I'm not the norm. So no. I can I can see why it would be like beneficial. But yeah, I wouldn't want to lose lose time like from my summer or from my December break. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, the students we spoke to uh, were very much uh, in favor of a fall reading week. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they feel like uh, it gets really tiring. It, it, and it really does, especially because in most university setups, you can kind of go to class when you want to, yeah. things like that. That's not the case for Red River College. Uh, attendance is, all, is almost always mandatory. Yes. Uh, I've heard of no, no courses where it's like, yeah, just come and go as you please. Yeah, exactly. So It's like <laughs> absent three times. Bye. See ya. Yep. So I, I do feel for the students who, who are calling for a reading week. I mm-hmm. do think I understand the logic. Yes. And also, this is a projector story every year in the fall. <laughs> uh, I've kind of poured through the archives. And yeah, it's on everybody's mind. Don't yeah. count on it happening anytime soon. No, I think... Um, th- I mean, things like Thrive Week are kind of nice. Like, uh, yeah. at least if you're having a mental breakdown, you can go talk to Bruno, the dog in yeah, the from, atrium. Yeah, from the last podcast. <laughs> That's right. His name was Bruno, yes. Yes. Yes, uh, I was wrong that one. Yeah, so, I mean, the college does do uh, quite a bit for mental health, but mm-hmm. I don't think there's anything you can do that's the same as giving somebody a week off. No. Um, but that might be just the reality of this of the programs we're in and something we have to deal with. Um. So yeah, no, no reading weeks. <laughs> wah, wah. Wah, that's okay. Low energy sentence. Yeah, that, yeah. We're just kind of resigned to the fact. I mean, we're graduating this year, so it's not as. Yeah, that's very. It doesn't true. weigh as heavily on my mind as it did last year. Yeah. Well, we'll see. You know, Maybe, years early. Hopefully, we might we're be graduating. Back. We might be back for another year. Of the <laughs> yeah. Of the begrudging Red River report. We'll find out. Unlikely. I think we're. Uh, I'll just come back to see the dogs in the atrium. Oh yeah. yeah, well that's a public event, really. Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, anybody can come on down for that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I don't have a super funny segue for this next story. No, I, I can't just, think of one either. I'm no, trying so hard. No, I'm like, I was ah. just gonna like 
tell you about it. Yeah, please do. So this is a, about a really cool thing that the Canadian Museum for Human Rights did. Ooh, we love uh, that. Yeah, so it, it's a virtual reality experience that documented Ukrainians affected by the 2014 Ukrainian Revolution. Ooh. And... Um, this was a one-off event, mm-hmm. so it's not something you can go to the museum now and see. Yeah. But it's called Aftermath VR Euromaiden, and you can probably uh, you know find uh, all kinds of video and stuff about it online. Um, but it literally puts you in downtown Kiev in the middle of this revolution, and you can kind of view for yourself what it would have mm-hmm. been like to be in there. Obviously, a harrowing experience. Yeah. Um, tons of propaganda coming in from. Uh, Russia and all ends and so it's really neat to uh, just how VR is taking storytelling and especially when it relates to human rights I mean the the whole museum is is meant to kind of remind us of these things and what's what's better reminder than literally putting you in there yeah and I'm interested to see uh, I mean there's so much so much footage from from all these kind of atrocities over the years that does exist mm-hmm. from the modern era, and it would be really interested to see if this becomes a trend. Um, I mean, during the Vietnam War, the whole thing was on TV the whole time. Yeah. You would turn tune into the news uh, every evening and literally watch the war. That was the first one where it was like, yeah, it, it was, was televised. Yeah, so that I mean, that would be really wild to see. Yeah, we've got see. WikiLeaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it That's makes, the thing. What's that? WikiLeaks. Yeah, absolutely. Still? Julian Assange is in prison, though. Oh, that's yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Uh, what's that? I said rip. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, he's, he's still alive. I don't think he's doing too another well. Another VR thing, which I just learned about like the other day from one of my classmates, which I thought was really cool. It's kind of like a weird segue. Um, but they actually do VR in like old folks' home in like senior centers because it helps with dementia. Like they'll put. Um, I've heard about this. Yeah, they'll put seniors like in VRs and like bring them back to like where they had their wedding or like their childhood home or their street. Wow. Yeah, I just thought that was a really a really neat thing. Just like we live in the future. We do. VR helps dementia. That's so cool. Yeah. Right. So, so interesting. Yeah, I even saw like there's these like kind of setups you can get where it's a screen mm-hmm. and uh, you might sit on a stationary bike and it's like a it's a bike ride. Yeah. And they and they're bringing this to old folks homes because people feel isolated and, yeah. and it's really a way to kind of put them back into the world uh, if their bodies won't allow them to mm-hmm. or if their mind states won't allow them to. So so it's really neat to see technology being used for good. Yes. And uh, we yeah. stand a good use of technology. Yeah. So this Euro Maiden VR experience, uh, I regret missing it, but same. We, like, if you go to the projector story here, you can see kind of people interacting with it, and it just looks amazing. Uh, like, just uh, what an experience, you know. And and I do think it would be really cool to now dig deeper into the past and kind of create recreate some of these worlds. Because um, of course, this Ukrainian revolution was not very long ago. Yes. This is only five years ago that things uh, went to heck in the in Ukraine, and uh, so it's really important that it remains in the conversation because it's kind of easy to forget about that stuff. Our day to day news gets kind of swamped out with a lot of oh, uh, definitely a lot of wacky things. And yeah. memories are short. You know, we're we're bombarded as people with information from all angles all the time. Um, so the C- the CMH artist does a great job of reminding us of these things because we need to learn from these things you know yeah. they can't just be a headline one day and then nothing changes and everything goes back to normal yeah i feel like yeah. that's like wow we're getting serious on this podcast yeah i just took a turn for <laughs> for the serious tone no I, i'm sitting differently in my chair right yeah, now you, you can't are. see it but <laughs> very yeah like this is me reporting on the news i am reporting now uh, um <laughs> okay i'm back <laughs> yes yes we are back um in a more like light tone, but still in the vein of technology. Red River did an e-waste drive last week. That's right. Yeah. Um, so our 
our video videographer and photojournalist Eric went and I was the camera person for this and I basically just watched him dig through the e-waste bin. Yeah. So if you want um, to see Eric Antonio digging through trash, yeah, e-trash, our- <laughs> <laughs> go to the projector and uh, check out this video. It's pretty cool. Um, there was some really weird old technology in that bin. There was also like a full TV. Yeah. Like there was just a huge TV and I'm like, you know, like these things probably still work to some capacity. Maybe. Um, a lot of the time, like when people throw out electronics, it's because like there's a faulty wire or like something very small. Like it's usually the power cord. Yeah. Um, that needs replacing. Like I know I've I've gotten a couple old things. I think Eric said he has an old neon sign from like a he worked at Boston Pizza. Cool. Um, so he got like an old neon sign and he just needed to replace the the power cord. And I also had that issue. I got like a um a Nintendo sixty four. Oh, like an nice. old one, and they're like, "Oh, like it doesn't work, it doesn't work." And I just bought a new power cord. Just for blew it. on the cartridge, and it worked. Suckers. <laughs> 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 nice. Um, yeah, so I got it working within like a week. Like I was able to track down a power cord pretty easily. They're pretty cheap. Um, right on. So, what was the first game you played? Duck Hunter. <laughs> oh, oh, this is like Super, Ni- like regular Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, you said N sixty four. Oh, I like, did. Yeah. Fake news. Yeah, yeah. sorry. I'm no, real like bad it, at names. It was an NES. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Did you know, and I only learned this very recently about oh, okay. Duck Hunter, that if you plug, you can plug the gun into mm-hmm. the first thing. Okay. If you plug a controller into the second one, yeah. you can control the duck. What? Yeah. And I never, I had Duck Hunter growing up. I'm yeah. an old person and, and that was just like what I grew up with. So, but uh, apparently you plug into player two with mm-hmm. the controller and, and that person is the duck and the other person's shooting the duck. Well, like how you just run away, I guess. Well, you try. Okay. <laughs> I guess you're a duck. You would fly away. That's more accurate. That's correct. Yes. I don't On... think you can play as a little dog that pops up, though. Oh, fun. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I I don't have any more news. That was it for me. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um <laughs> So kind of exciting, you know, uh, our semesters are coming to an end as the yes. as the kind of everyday projector staff, and we're bringing in interns. So the next episode of the Red River Report will be hosted by our interns, mm-hmm. and uh, that's going to be really exciting. Our very special hand-picked creme cre- cre- crop from, like, the pool of just amazing applicants. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, exactly. We're, we're so very excited to hand this off to them. Yeah, so you're going to hear some new voices on the, new, on the next uh, Red River Report. Uh, it's going to be really cool. Mm-hmm. I can only assume there'll be at least as funny as us. I mean, we can There's help. room to be funnier. Eh. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, as you know, we do this every two weeks. So on every other week, you're going to want to listen to the Rebels Rewind. Uh, I know basketball's starting up. Futsal's starting yes. up. Rebels Sports is getting really busy. And our sports reporters are doing a great job of covering everything that's going on. I- if you're a Red River Rebel, uh, you've probably been mentioned in the projector at least once. And hey, if you want to be on Rebels, they would love to have you in for an interview. That's right. Yeah. That's right. They feature uh, athletes all the time. Mm-hmm. So get in touch with those folks. Listen to the um, Rebels Rewind. Of course, go to theprojector.ca for all your news. We've got some uh, bigger stories in the works that might be uh, coming out pretty big. I, um, I'm trying really hard to get our sports editor, Kellen, and Eric, our videographer, to go to the intramurals. Um, but Kellen is saying, no, he does not want to be filmed doing intramurals. But I'm like, I really want to strap a GoPro to like each of them and just have them play these sports to try them out and see what it is. So please tweet at him. That's right. At uh, <laughs> T- Kellen Taniguchi. Is yeah, that his Twitter I, handle? I think so. But like you could even just tweet at RRC Projector and yeah. say like do intramurals. Yeah. Because I, I feel like that would be really cool. <laughs> so Kellen loves sports, but he's definitely like the 
not athletic. <laughs> like he's like a, like a he's small, like watching the sports yelling at the TV. Yeah, he's yeah. a. I have a um, door hanging basketball hoop, <laughs> and I somehow he managed, sinks him though. I, yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, I've also watched him like hit it off of the rim and straight into his throat. Nice. So. Yeah, it was pretty funny. <laughs> yep. So that wraps up our make fun of Kellen segment. Yes. Um, Tweet at him to go play intramural sports. Yeah, because that'd be really cool to see. Yeah. Because you wanted like, to like put a GoPro on him yeah. and just like make him run around. Yeah. That would be engaging video content. Yes. It would be. This is all I ask for in the new year. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Other than like good, good stories. Yes. News. So the next episode of the Red River Report will be the final episode of 2019. We will be back in the new year with lots more going on. And we're going to be doing some live podcasting. Surprise. We're going to start doing a couple podcasts in the halls of Red River College. Oh, exciting. Yeah, on location. Sweet. It's going to be really neat. So you might see some hosts just at your Notre Dame campus. Yes. Yeah, so I think that'll be be pretty cool and something to look forward to in the new year. It's been an absolute pleasure uh, coming on here every two weeks and giving you a rundown of the news. You can always find these stories at theprojector.ca. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. See you.